is going on, guys? I am Jason Carter. I am back, baby, here with Racing with Jason podcast, the former voice of all things Arizona Speedway, all things Canyon Speedway Park. Uh, did a little bit at Casa Grande, uh, Central Arizona Speedway for a brief time there. And uh, now, well, got a new deal. And uh, we'll talk more on that here in uh, just a little bit as, uh, you know, looking forward to the 2022 season. Where uh, What have I been doing the last two years? Well, I've been uh, bracing the pandemic and all that stuff. Uh, really got super busy at work doing a whole bunch of stuff the last couple of years. Uh, but now the schedule is starting to free up just a little bit thank goodness uh on top of that having a newborn baby in the house uh it has just been hectic for me and uh you know get out to the track was i mean sometimes even just a struggle uh getting out and doing the uh the announcing stuff so you know kind of sucked uh the last couple of years haven't really been out much to uh watch uh, around the, you know, just kind of be a fan for a little bit, but, uh, looking forward to being a fan a lot more this year and also looking forward to my new gig, which is the ASCS Southwest Sprint Car Series director. That's right. The wing sprints. I have, uh, kind of taken over that. Uh, Roger Toops retired last year. I did not know that's what he was doing as, uh, I was kind of looking to set up my, uh, my next deal. And I had a couple options on the table. One and I wanted to do after Arizona Speedway shut down. And, uh, you know, this kind of, came out of nowhere, I guess, uh, as uh, I would say came out of left field, but actually came out of Whitfield, Brad Whitfield, who's going to be on the show a little bit later on. Uh, he's kind of the driving force around this actually hit me up, uh, I think back in December, uh, early December, middle of December, and said, hey, man, uh, think you'd be perfect for this role. Uh, contact Terry. And I was like, why in the hell would you want me to do that? Because obviously, hey, let's face it, I am an announcer, you know, I, I really haven't uh, done much where terms of, uh, you know, seeing what the series directors do kind of stayed my own thing. Didn't really do a whole lot of like drivers meetings and stuff like that. Uh, you know, follow those guys around, but you know, talk to the drivers. I go back there, obviously, uh, part of an announcer's job, I think is to have one-on-one interaction with drivers. Um, you know, whether it be getting sponsorship information or just getting little stories here and there. Uh, so yeah, you know, that's always been something that I did. And now uh, I guess I got to focus on just one series instead of six series, which is, uh, you know, going to be pretty cool. Uh, so definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, just kind of help building up uh the ASCS Southwest region. I mean, because I mean it's it's been rough for those guys, especially here probably like the last 10 years or so. Where I mean, you know, I remember when I got here in Arizona was announcing races. Uh I thought, you know, obviously there was a lot of non-wing sprint cars that we had, probably about 25, 30 a night, uh there for about six months to a year. And then uh the wing sprint cars didn't really race a whole lot at Canyon. Not too sure why, if there was a falling out or whatever among the high rips there. But uh, you know, didn't see a whole lot at Canyon when I was there. Uh, I think I announced them maybe twice. And then I came back uh to Arizona Speedway and got to announce them a lot more. But uh, I mean, you know, you look at these guys. I mean, these were guys who seriously had to beg almost to be included on the last race last year or what was supposed to be the de facto, you know, the, the last and final race of, uh, Arizona speedway. So, uh, I think these guys put on a hell of a show. Uh, I really love a lot of the guys in the group and looking forward to, uh, getting a chance to get to know some of the other guys and gals who are in this group. So, uh, definitely, uh, looking forward to it this weekend. Of course, we'll be out at Cocopa speedway, uh, doing that show. I've got Sammy Swindell coming in the house, which, uh, you know, Hey, <laughs> 
I'm not trying to dog Brad or anything or Sammy, but man, they always want to pimp out these guys who are, you know, kind of coming in for these one-offs. And obviously Sammy was able to work this in his schedule twice because this race was supposed to be held in January. So appreciate Sammy coming down, but uh, hey, by all means, uh, the, the the local talent that you have here in the uh, ASCS uh, Sprint Car Division is phenomenal. So definitely looking forward not just seeing Sammy out there, but all these local guys as well racing with them. So that's going to be a fun one this week. Uh, if you want, you can watch that race. Uh, it's not going to be on Flow or... Uh, Stuff like that, or IMCA.TV, which has been doing a lot of the races with uh, Steve McCullum and Riley Torgerson and his group over there at Gestalt Productions, or I think, uh, well, I'll let him let the cat out of the bag uh, when the time comes, but on uh, Speed Sport TV, uh, which of course is like the, I think like the head thing of imca.tv all kind of ran and operated by uh you know with ralph shaheen he's involved in that stuff so yeah speedsport.tv or speedsport tv will have all the uh the racing action for you this weekend and whenever the sprint cars go down to yuma to race i know imca.tv gonna be doing some other stuff uh so yeah man fun time to be a race fan out here in the southwest and uh obviously the podcast has been dri- driven a lot towards the dirt track community out here in Arizona. And, you know, we got a couple of national guys on the podcast in the past, but, uh, right now, I mean, where I work at, you know, obviously, Hey, you know what? A lot of people want to know, what do I do? I am a radio show producer. Uh, I do a morning show on a little station out here called 1580 The Fanatic uh, out here in the uh, greater Phoenix area with uh, Bruce Jacobs and uh, Del Hellestray. Uh, Bruce has been around the Valley for a long time. Del Hellestray, he is a uh, former three-time Super Bowl champion with America's team, the greatest team on the planet, which now half of you guys just turned off the show, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, Del was a long snapper for all those years and you know, was good friends with... Uh, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, uh, still really good friends with Michael Irvin. That's been one of the cool things since I've worked there. I've gotten a chance to uh, shake Michael Irvin's hand, which, you know, as a Cowboys lifer and growing up in Texas, that was like, oh, my gosh, I've never washed my hand again. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what uh, kind of Dell does in that sense. And uh, or I'm the morning show producer for that show and also on-air contributor. So you do hear me uh, talk a little bit. But uh, our radio station had a lot of NASCAR talk, too. We are the home for NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Um, you used to always have, like, Jeff Striegel, Alex Hayden, those guys uh, come on the station and talk to myself. And uh, another host, uh, Randy White, who's also part of the afternoon show, on the radio station, the Daily Blender. Uh, well, this year we're not doing that show anymore. So uh, this podcast is going to be a lot of, you know, it's not going to be a lot of NASCAR, but it will encompass some NASCAR. And I'm going to get some NASCAR drivers on. I've been, I've talked to the guys at NASCAR and said, hey, you know what? Here's kind of situation at the radio station. Not going to do the show anymore. Is it cool? Like if we do some like Zoom interviews, I've never really done the Zoom interview thing, but I'm uh, going to try that out a little bit, uh, get my face out there. So, you know, we got Brad who uh, is going to be the... Uh, I guess the uh, you know the, the first one the inaugural uh, cherry popping here for the uh, for the Zoom interviews for me when it comes to the podcast. So uh, looking forward to have him on. We're going to get that stuff posted out on YouTube. Uh, I think I hope uh, I can figure that out. Uh, we'll see a little bit later on. But if not, we definitely have the audio right here for you, uh, of course. And also going to probably try to get out on all the different platforms. Uh, you know, now that I got the podcast back, I am back in it. I'm all in it. Going to try to do uh, once a week, if not, definitely do once every other week and of course you know hey nascar is coming to phoenix next week i'll be out there uh so gonna try to get one you know 
pre-race and also post-race and also maybe do some cool videos on the side. I don't know, TikToks, Facebook, whatever. You name it. I was out in Fontana this past week with uh, Steve McCollum, who does a lot of the video work out here in the Valley with uh, Riley. Uh, I know everybody knows Riley. Not a whole lot of people really know Steve, which is kind of weird because, uh, you know, Steve's always there at the track. People are like, who's Steve? And he's like, I'm Steve. And he's like, oh, you're Steve. Okay, yeah, I know Steve. Uh, but everybody knows Riley. I guess uh, Riley talks to more people. Steve's kind of, you know, standoffish. Uh, <laughs> just joking, Steve. But no, so, um, yeah, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff like that in terms of NASCAR, dirt track. Hell, if there's a motorcycle race, that's pretty cool. I'll cover it. Went to Supercross this year, so that's pretty fun. But uh, no, we're still going to, you know, keep it fun, keep it real, keep it loose and all that jazz. And I'll ask the uh, the hard-hitting questions that you guys want me to ask. Uh, you know, coming up, uh, get Brad on, you know, one of the big things about, uh, you know, dirt track racing itself. And, you know, one of the things that was kind of that I see different about Brad. Brad kind of wants to work together with everyone. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, speaking of everyone, man, who the hell is everyone, right? We got what, what we got now. We got uh, two dirt tracks kind of in the, uh, the greater Valley, still no word from Jonah. Uh, I texted him uh, last week and uh, still have not heard anything. So uh, obviously there are some reports out there. The wild west shootout ran with something said, Hey, we're going to be at Vado this year, which uh, you know, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought the racing was great. Uh, the fan count, not so much. Uh, for the first couple of nights, to get to watch all the shows. Obviously, a lot of racing going on that week uh, with Chili Bowl and all that stuff. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. Uh, but, uh, you know, they said, hey, we're going to be back in Vado here for 2023. By the way, Jonah has a track that's getting built. Be ready for 2024. I reached out to Jonah. I've spoken to Jonah. I've not seen anything uh, else on that. He uh, hasn't given me anything yet. He said, I will be the first to know. So uh, make sure you like the Facebook page, uh, Racing with Jason Podcast. Like the page. And... By all means, we will try to get something out there for you when the time does come. Uh, one of the bigger news breaks, I think, uh, out here in Arizona was a Desert West Speedway. Uh, what the hell is Desert West Speedway? And uh, what is it going to be? Um, well, we saw last week, I think it was last week, two weeks ago maybe, they uh, they came up and said, hey, you know what? Guess what? We are desert. Yeah, February 22nd. Hey, what's up? We're Desert West Speedway. We're we breaking ground in Salome, Arizona this summer. Uh, obviously, one of the bigger things about Desert West Speedway is uh, the logo being talked about a lot because it basically is the man's that need a logo. I reached out to Desert West Speedway. I talked to those guys and uh, they said, hey, you know, we would love to uh, kind of mimic, I guess you can say, uh, mimic what they had at uh, Manzanita Speedway, but that the track's going to be kind of more like a Casa Grande with walls. Uh, so uh, Lyle Askrens Jr., he's the one behind it. think there might be somebody else behind it, kind of hearing some rumors here and there. Not too sure. But, uh, hey, by all means, wish them luck. I guess I drove by it this week uh, going to Fontana. And, uh, hey, you know, I didn't really see where it was going to be at, uh, but an hour away from where I'm at, an hour and a half, not too bad, because that's kind of what Arizona Speedway was for a lot of us out here in the Peoria area. So looking forward to, I mean, hopefully, look, I mean, I hope that that track can make it. I hope that track can do something. I hope that track can get some races. And, you know, hey, if I'm still series director for ASCS when that 
time comes, by all means, we'll be racing there. All right, because, uh, you know, it's my bigger thing, kind of getting some of these local uh, tracks to kind of support us. I mean, there's been a lot of talk uh, with Canyon, too. Uh, hey, are they shutting their doors at the, you know, a lot of people thought they were shutting the doors two weeks ago uh, or at the end of the year. I did reach out to Dave, talk to him. He uh, said, hey, you know, we are good to go until the end of the season. Uh, also working with him, you know, trying to get some more races out there. So, I mean, if you guys are wing, wing fans, hey, let them know. We're fans, all right? We want to see some wing sprint cars. Uh, obviously, their, their big thing last year when Dave took over and, uh, you know, kind of took the lease over from uh, Doug Gabbard there was uh, getting sprint car races on the schedule. Last year had none. This year, they do have sprint car races. They'll be running, I believe, this weekend as well. Uh, what was the old Challenge Cup is now going to be there, which was the Santan Ford guys the last couple of years in the ASCS uh, Desert region but now the ascs banner is with the guys at casa grand so it's all kind of murked up i don't know i don't like it you got way too many to me you got way too many like chickens and eggs and you know like my my dad says way too many dicks in the chili all right there are way too many dicks in the chili it's like guys let's figure something out we're all sprint car drivers we can all kind of figure out something to kind of work together out here in arizona like these non-wing guys i don't know uh but hopefully they get something figured out and hopefully you know they get a good crowd out there uh you know i've always enjoyed uh the sprint car racing at canyon obviously when i was there was uh when you know a lot of the time when i was there was when kevin montgomery was there and obviously kevin uh chris kearns you know worked uh very well with usac usac southwest series was out there usac series series uh so a lot of great racing called a lot of great racing out there at canon so i hope uh, this weekend you get uh more great non-wing sprint car racing back at canon uh, i think Canyon's a great track for it i mean i still remember the times when you know canon had the western world and the copper and all these awesome races man so i mean definitely looking forward to uh seeing what can be out there at canyon and uh you know looking forward to all that stuff so uh you know good to see him get some sprint cars back also uh good to see just you know people in general happy about getting back at it i mean that was a big thing last year i mean hell i remember the first race uh you know i we did out there at arizona speedway last year was with the wild west shootout and uh, the wild wing shootout and it was mass city and it sucked but uh now you know the restrictions i guess the science have has proven that we can all finally unmask and go about our separate ways and gather once again in large groups. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Also looking forward to uh, getting out to more tracks and uh, kind of travel. I know uh, some of the guys going to be out Adobe Speedway uh, here coming up in just a couple hours in this weekend. Uh, Kyle Bush, he is going to be out there with his son, Brexton Bush. So that's definitely going to be a good time. Haven't made it out to Adobe yet, but definitely looking forward to doing it. And, uh, you know, don't want to keep you guys waiting too much and hear you all just listen to me the whole time. So we're going to get right out to uh, Brad Whitfield and uh, talk to him for a little bit about what we got coming up this weekend and joining me now the promoter of Cocopa speedway the diamond in the desert right is that what they call it that's what they call it bud <laughs> all right brad whitfield is with me and uh brad how we doing man you've been super busy already this year yeah it's uh i, I don't know how many races we ran but it's been a bunch uh uh, I think there was eight or nine at winter nationals and, uh, I had to cancel this race that we're going to run this weekend. And we had a big USAC show and we run, uh, some Dorf car national stuff. Yeah. We've had a busy, busy 2022. On top of that, you also spent a week and a half in the hospital. Uh, how you feeling? I did. Um, we're better. We're not a hundred percent. Uh, the right leg's doing really good. The left leg is not so great, but uh, we're on the mend, and that's what's important to us. 
at this time, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. So uh, this weekend, got a big AESCS Southwest Region show. I guess first I should say uh, thanks, uh, because without you, I'm not in the new position I am. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to have you in this position, Jason. Um, you know, I, I I really embraced these guys last year, the, these wing sprint cars. Uh, I hadn't really ever been around sprint cars. Uh, I was a stock car, late model guy, modified mm-hmm. guy, and man, I really fell in love with these wing sprint cars and, and then sprint cars in general. But uh, man, when Roger told me that he wasn't, he was just done. And, you know, Roger has done this for a long time and he did a great job um, from what I could see and, and everybody, everything that everybody has told me. And I was just picking my brain, who could we get, who could we get? Well, then with the unfortunate closing of Arizona Speedway, and I thought, I know a guy and uh, <laughs> you know, you like to announce sprint car. You like to announce a sprint car stuff. Right. And I think that's just, uh, I think it was a perfect fit. Uh, it it kind of hit me in the middle of the night. I think I told you probably two or three o'clock in the morning. Why I'm thinking of Jason Wayne Carter middle of the night. I don't know, but well, that's anyway, weird. you came to, <laughs> you, it was very weird, but uh, you're the one that came to mind. And I thought you could take the, take a, take off and hit the ground running and, and it's looking like you're doing a pretty good job with that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a small part of that. Hey, well, we'll see how the, uh, the true test is tomorrow. <laughs> Whenever we do get going, uh, if I well, taking it off running or what we got going on. Oh, I, we have a great team down here, Jason, ready to, to help you be successful. And, and everybody that I've talked to is excited. We have some, we have a lot of cars coming, um, mm-hmm. from what it, what it sounds like. And we have, uh, Logan, uh, Foiler from Boise, Idaho coming. Uh, I just picked up a really cool guy. Um, is that his name is Sammy Swindell? Yeah. Picked some him up guy, the airport right? a little yeah. bit ago. He's out hitchhiking. Yeah. I, I pitched, picked him up hitchhiking and went and had some lunch at one of our great track sponsors, Brewers, and, uh, had a conversation. He's excited to be back at Cocoa Speedway. Hasn't been here since 2017. Loves how big and wide it is and how you can race all over that thing. He's watched a lot of video and says he's excited, excited to be back. We have, uh, Oh, Chris Thornhill and a bunch of those guys from Washington are headed this way. And uh, I see the USAC deal rained out um, and it looking like Chico is going to hit some rain. So we're probably going to pull some California cars. I know there's some from New Mexico coming. Uh, really excited about this, this opener uh, for, for you guys, for us. Um, our fans really uh, were bummed that we had to cancel this show in January, but you know, we're, uh, we're back and we're in a big way and thank goodness Mr. Swindell was able to uh, pull it off and be here this weekend with us as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. You know, like you said, Hey, this race was supposed to be in January. So it's a kind of bummer kind of got my anxiety a little bit flowing, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Well, I get to uh, wait off a few more months and uh, get ready for the season. But, so I, I think I've done a good job. Reach out to all the drivers say, Hey guys, come on out. Let's go. Let's promote it. Let's support it. I mean, obviously Brad, you're a lot of our races are with you this year uh, down at Cocopa and also uh, Barona running a couple races too uh, there this yep. year. So I mean, it's going to be a fun year uh, with you. And hopefully, like you say, man, this is something that we can help keep growing and growing and growing. I know kind of wing sprint cars since I've been here for the 10 years has kind of taken a back seat to a lot of the non-wing guys and everything like that. But I mean, look, there's a place in my heart and there's a place in Arizona for wing sprint cars. 100% Jason. And, and I, uh, I, well, I just watching them. They're unique. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yuma loves Yuma loves the wing sprint cars, the 360s. And for us to kind of, I'm I'm going to say this is going to kind of be your home um, for these guys for for a while. And uh, we're excited to do it. You know, we we've we've had some you know cookouts afterwards. We've we've done done a, had a lot of fun with those guys. We had them over at Barona. Uh, Barona's um, season ender ending race uh, in October. I think there was nine or 10, maybe 11 of them showed up over there. The place raced really good. Uh, JT Imperial set fast time over there. I can't remember what it was. It was, I'm going to say 11 seconds or mm-hmm. a little joint, maybe, maybe a little high tens, but um, something to grow on over there. Uh, those fans and that, and that racetrack really embraced these guys. And we want to, we want them to be in the front seat. We don't want them to be in the back seat. And, and I think you're the man to, uh, to help get them there. So uh, who is Brad Whitfield then? What, what's the background? What do we got? Well, I started racing in 1992 at central Arizona raceway. It'll always be central Arizona raceway to me. Car um, race car. That's right. It was six miles from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we raced factory stocks, hobby stocks, street stocks, uh, super late model for a couple of years, um, modifieds, um, pretty successful. Um, I always said there's no way in the world I'd ever be a promoter. Um, I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Bill, he comes over here and hangs out and goes to races with us. And he's like, Did, you remember when you said that you had never put up with the BS these racers put up with? Yep. I remember Bill <laughs> and, uh, I now put up with it, but you know, I, I think it's a double edged sword, Jason. I, I mean, sword, because you, you know what the racers want and you know mm-hmm. how they want to be treated. And you were, you were that guy, you were that racer. And I, I'm proud that I feel like I have the communication with these guys to give them what they want in it doesn't always, they don't always get what they want, but they, they got a chance to be heard. And I think that's what's missing today is the drivers don't get heard very often. And that's how I want to be different. That that's what I want. I want to be known as the people's promoter, the racers promoter. Um, and, and just be that guy that listens. And, and, and so far it's worked, you know, um, some of these drivers down here have become really good friends of mine uh, on the racetrack, off the racetrack. And if, if you leave here, if you leave human, you're upset. It's your own fault because mm-hmm. I'm an open door. You know, I mean, we'll go out behind the trailer and talk it out, hash it out. I'll listen to you. You know, we, we do things very privately here. You know, you know how it is. If you have an audience, you're going to get louder and he's going to get louder. And, you know, you know how it is. But if you right. take if you take and you isolate yourself with an upset driver, 97 percent of the time, you're going to come out with a positive. You may not agree on it, but you're going to understand one another. And that is where I feel like I take a little bit different of approach. Something that I'm trying to do that you probably are well aware of now something that's been missing is the driver fan interaction. There's that's been gone since the days of Manzanita, you know, we're trying to get drivers up on the concourse to sell t-shirts, do meet and greets. Some of these come from the Midwest. Don't have anybody to root for 
out here, you know, they have right. their, you know, with soda racetracks and their stuff up there, they just don't have that. So, you know, if you're, your your Pettis, your Stevie Soxics, you know, guys that, you know, Hardy's, Calderwoods, if they can get up there and get a T-shirt in somebody's hand, well, they now have a fan, you know, and they're going to say, oh, I met this really cool driver or this young lady or this young man. They go back to that RV park here in Yuma. They're going to drag three more couples to the racetrack on Saturday night, you know. So we're trying to do more of that stuff, get the community. We Our community is very involved but we're trying to get more and more people to the racetrack. The place holds 5,111 people. So if there's a thousand people there, some nights it don't look like there's 300 in the stands. Right. It looks very skimpy, but the place is massive and it just don't look good. Some nights I will get the place sold out one of these days, somehow, <laughs> some way, if it's a dollar ticket, I'm going to do it. So, you know, you, you talked about that, you know, the fan interaction, you know, obviously being a racer and racers promoter, a lot of the times I kind of see, you know, being a racers promoter and a former racer, it's kind of hard to you know, remember the front gate, uh, what kind of like initiatives or anything else you're kind of doing in the works to just kind of stand out a little bit more. You know, um, so our, our back gate opens usually at three o'clock. I'm back there. I'm walking all the drivers and then I usually take a half hour, 45 minutes. I'm at the, up at the front gate, welcome them people as they walk down onto the concourse. You know, um, we're going to do some fan appreciation stuff in the fall when the snowbirds are starting to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of different things, you know, since the, things have changed since the pandemic came into play, Jason, and we've kind of had to revamp you know, different things. Our supplies have been so different, you know, because we wanted to do a deal for Mother's Day where all the moms get in for free and they get roses and stuff. Well, now we can't find roses. They, right. They, they just, you know. So anyway, I'm not going to dwell on that because we've, we've survived. We were blessed enough to survive it mm. and we're going to move forward. But we're going to do military nights. We're going to have uh, – Easter, we're doing a thousand dollar nickel drop where we get a thousand dollars worth of nickels. We're going to throw them all the way over the front straight away. And all these kids go out to go out, get to go out there and pick up these nickels. Got the idea from my 55 traders. Works really good. It does get more families out there. Um, Eastern Halloween are some of our bigger, bigger nights because it is so, it's so kid driven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about them and, and, the, the community just eats it up. It's a, it's a good safe place for them to go and, and have fun. And it's still very affordable, right? The racetrack, you know, you go to a movie, Jason, you know, you and your, your wife go to the movie house and you're, you're have, um, it, it's a hundred dollars for you guys. Go to oh, movies. Yeah. You guys can go to racetrack for 60 bucks, you know, or 50 bucks or 40 bucks. You get, you know, you can still do it, but for the entertainment that you get, I still think racing, dirt track racing is is your, your best bang for your buck. One thing I've noticed throughout the years, you know, obviously the big talk is, hey, we got to get the families out, got to get the kids out. What about like the single 22, 23-year-old guy? Like how can we get that guy to bring his buddies out and come out, drink some beer, hang out, and watch, uh, watch them racing? I have a military base seven miles away. <laughs> and it's hard. Oh, I know. I was in the military Friday night. We want to go drinking. (laughs) For sure. So Budweiser is is becoming number one seller. You know, WTI is in town. It's a big military um, um, 
uh, operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that's not the right word, but anyway, right. a lot of flying over the racetrack um, with these guys. We have sent packets over there. You know, we'll get them to the racetrack. We'll get them back to the base. Um, they will. We do a lot of happy hour specials where beer is three bucks instead of five. You know, when this song plays or if this class is on the racetrack or that class is on the racetrack and we're starting to see that evolve. Um, you know, so in, in, we're going to do, um, Oh, our sport compact, but sport compact. Let's say that really fast. Um, sport compact (laughs) class. Um, we're going to get some of those. We're going to get some of the military guys, do some grudge matches out there. You know, some of the, the brass against the, mm-hmm. the lower guys. Um, they feed off of that, you know, and our community wants to do that. Our sheriff wants to, to race, you know, the, right. the chief of police from Yuma, Summerton and the tribe. Um, so that, um, that, uh, we just got to keep the interest out there and and it's hard to do. It's a never ending job. You've got to be thinking of something at all times. So before I let you go uh, one more time, man, tell us about this weekend, what we got going on. Uh, not only do we have the, the wing sprint cars, we got some other ga- classes as well. We do. We have uh, the IMC sport mods, the IMC sport compacts Saturday. You'll get to check out the mini dwarfs. That's our little guys, you know, um, they're our future. Uh, we've had some of those guys, those kids graduate out of those mini dwarfs and the sport compacts. And Jason, you probably, I don't think you have been around that class much because it's just really starting to take right. roots and grow here. Um, we started with one and mm-hmm. I think we're up to 18 or 19 now and we'll have some more kids graduating. You know, they're going to age out of the mini dwarf group. I'm excited for you to check them out because I think that's a tool that we can use in other parts of the state that, that it helps number one, the bottom line all the way around, you know, it, it helps your back gate, but it also, it creates that family environment that I feel some of our racetracks have been missing. Um, and we need all these racetracks to work together. I don't care who likes me, who doesn't like me. If you love racing and you love the sport, you need to be working with these racetracks and do what's right, right for the racers and the fans and the sponsors. Hey, goodness, I better myself, Brad. Well, uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for pulling over. Now you can go uh, charter uh, Sammy around a few more. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go to – we have uh, the Midnight at the Oasis here in Yuma. It's a 1,000 car um, – car show this weekend okay um they have bands that kick off at midnight it's kind of a cool deal but we'll have a lot of those guys go to the car show in the morning they'll come to the races and then they may or may not go it'll be a fast show we hope to be done by 9 9 30 and get people back over to the midnight of the races and um come see sammy and the boys uh, i'm excited jason i'm excited for you to come down um this is going to be this will be live today correct right. um I, I hope, I hope like heck that uh, you get out and support your dirt track, whether it's Cocopa Speedway, it's Canyon, it's Casa Grande, it's Barona, it's Paris. We, these are a dying breed. We mm-hmm. need these grassroots racetracks to keep going with the sport that we love. And uh, I promise you when I'm closed up after Memorial Weekend, you will find me at a, at a dirt track supporting those guys eating their food. And I might have a beer or two or three. Or four. 
Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, thanks for your time. I appreciate this opportunity and look no, forward to working with time. you in the future. And, and, and I wish you nothing but the best in this future endeavor here. Hey, and thanks for everything you've done for me, uh, helping get started in this deal. And then also uh, being a track uh, that you said, hey, Yuma is our home track for right now. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to uh, getting out there and uh, getting this first weekend uh, underway, getting the feet wet, like they say, right? We're going to, we're going to, not only your toes are going to be in the water, it, it's all going to be in there. So <laughs> we'll get you, we'll get you fixed up. I look forward to it and uh, we'll see you tomorrow, bud. All right. Sounds good, bud. Yeah. So that was Brad Whitfield. Hey, we've got to thank him once again for hopping on the uh, Race with Jason podcast here, bringing it back. Uh, I got some fun stuff down the works. Obviously, uh, one of the big things that's been going on since uh, COVID hit, everything that Barry Braun is doing. Yeah. The, over there doing the, the XR thing. We're going to try to get Barry on. Do have one of, uh, one of his insiders, a guy who is, uh, who's in bed with them, uh, Brandon Brown. He has uh, already agreed to come on at some point this season. So we're definitely going to have him on. Of course, uh, he's out there in Virginia. He does a whole bunch of, uh, he does podcasts casting himself with uh, racing virginia and all that stuff so definitely looking forward to uh getting brandon on the podcast and uh, just a few more other guests you know they're going to come down the pipe here at uh, some point uh you know obviously uh next week is uh, nascar out here in phoenix if you are going to be out here in phoenix uh, area and you are a big nascar fan by all means man come on out it's gonna be fun uh we uh, me and steve mccullum are gonna be out there with the radio station 1580 uh they're on what they call radio row which i had no idea they had this apparently they've had this and we didn't know about it uh so we're gonna be out there in the uh infield uh fan fan shield infield bush garden area i don't know we're gonna be out there in the infield i don't know what the sponsors are they don't pay me so really don't care but we will be out there in the infield area hanging out with you the fans so uh make sure you come on out and uh say hi to uh, me and steve and all that stuff and believe we might have some koozies for you guys a lot of people have been asking for the fanatic koozies so uh we should maybe i think have some koozies if not hey you know what maybe i can make a racing with jason podcast koozie uh for you guys that come on out and say hi and whatnot so uh definitely looking forward to being out there uh saw a great race this past weekend me my, me and steve went to uh fontana uh, as we saw uh, we were able to witness kyle larson of course uh um, america's driver right the uh, america's favorite uh Dirt son, Kyle Larson, uh, not only did he win the championship here in Phoenix last year in front of us all, but he went on last weekend and picked up his first win of the season at Fontana. A little bit of a controversy there with him and his teammate and uh, Chase Elliott, which was some good stuff. And look, I'm not one of those guys to pick sides. A whole lot of people that are Larson fans are like, oh, oh, Chase Elliott, yo, he's delusional. His fans suck, blah, 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 blah. And all these Chase Elliott fans are bitching. Look, I just thoroughly enjoyed the whole damn thing. All right. Uh, I love Kyle. I love Chase, uh, both those guys, and I enjoyed the whole thing. And, uh, hey, let's race some things where somebody's going to be happy, somebody's going to be mad. And this time it was Larson who was happy, Chase Elliott who was mad. And uh, who knows, next time it could be Chase Elliott who was happy and Kyle Larson who's mad. And I can't wait for that day either. So it's going to be fun. And uh, like I said, man, and you know, me and Brad were talking, definitely looking forward to this weekend out of Cocopah Speedway, the Diamond in the Desert, uh, two full nights, ASCS Southwest Sprint Car Series Racing. Uh, yeah, we're expecting about 30 cars, maybe a little bit more, especially with some of these rainouts I've already kind of seen pop up in the California area. Uh, definitely come on out. Uh, if you are a racer, come on out, race with us. If you are a fan, come on out, watch 
some awesome sprint car race and awesome wing sprint car race in this place. Uh, always put on a show. Remember, uh, you know, my first couple of years I was out here, uh, the winter heat was a thing down there uh, that Greg did out at Coca Paw. So, uh, you know, awesome uh, sprint car racing there during the winter heat days. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, getting back at it here in uh, March, man. The weather's going to be beautiful. It's going to be 70 degrees, I think, in Yuma tomorrow and Saturday. And, you know, like you said, a lot of cool places to kind of stay and eat. I know a lot of people, uh, what, Kenny Schrader, Kenny Wallace, and uh, Bo Duke, they went over to the border uh, back in January. So uh, definitely come on out, hang out with us this weekend. It's going to be a fun time. I am looking forward to it, looking forward to uh, just kind of get back in the swing of the podcast as well. So until next time, I want to thank you guys for listening. God bless you. God bless the troops. And God bless America. Mm-hmm.